Hey, everybody. I'm John Dwoskin, an executive advisor and business coach. I work with successful business people who are stuck and want to take their company to the next level. Today, though, get ready to grow your business big, very big. In just a few seconds, you'll meet a dynamic business owner, executive, or salesperson willing to share the best practices that fuel their growth and success. Each interview is no more than 15-ish minutes long, so you can quickly learn effective tools to put into your business today. Please listen with new ears, and let's get to learning, let's get to growing, and let's get to thinking big. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, and thanks for taking time to listen to the Think Big Movement. I'm really excited to talk to our guest today, uh, John Babcock, and he basically is going to share with you how he left the corporate world and now has freedom and jumped into buying a franchise and wanting to be an entrepreneur and taking the risk of doing it with a platform that exists but still creating a market and doing what needs to be done to have the freedom and the balance in life that you want is critical to a lot of people. John took the jump and he's going to share with us today why he did it and how he did it. So listen up, John, fill fill in the gaps and tell us a little bit more about you. Sure. Thanks for the introduction, John. Yeah, of course. Um, Like you said, I I made the decision. I've been in the corporate world uh, for several years. Um, I had owned a company and uh, sold it about 15 years ago and since then had been what I would refer to as stuck in the corporate world. Uh, Enjoyed some of the things that I've been doing, but made the decision here recently that it was time to, you know, go be the master of my own destiny again. And I was not really very familiar with the franchise um, space. You know, I certainly had eaten in plenty and purchased products from plenty, but as far as what the process is and how you go about it, I was very unfamiliar. And i was fortunate enough to get connected with um, a franchise broker that uh, spent the time with me, educated me on what the marketplace was like, um, really did an extensive interview of myself and came back with several different brands, um, several different opportunities for me to investigate. Uh, From there, I took that list and narrowed it down to three that I dug into very heavily and then decided on um, a final, which was the Lash Lounge. Uh, made that decision for a couple of reasons. Um, one main reason is, is that the marketplace is very fragmented. Um, there is a lot of opportunity to create uh, your own market. Um, today, many of the, and when I say Lash Lounge, that is eyelash extensions, eyebrow extensions, permanent makeup, those types of things. <clears throat> and today, Uh, The service is certainly available, but a lot of it is delivered through existing salons that primarily focus on hair or cosmetics. So uh, it's an additional service that uh, salons offer, but it's not their sole focus. Um, And so that was one of the reasons that I chose it. And then the technology that they're bringing to the marketplace. Um, They're really innovating with um, some of the facial mapping that they're doing. So when you go in and you get the opportunity to you know, see what lashes would look like on you, do a different, a few different um, uh, samples, and then pick the one you like the best. And then basically, you get a stamp that says, "Okay, this is you." And so you can go to any lash lounge then within the country, and it's basically like you're represented by a barcode. Kind of think of it that way. And therefore, you can go to whether you go to one of mine in Detroit or you go to one in Dallas, Texas. They know who you are. And so that was another reason. Um, 
it is relatively early in its stage, which I like. Um, there are certainly many franchises out there that have been around for years and years and years, and it's a, it's a very established marketplace. It's a very established brand. Um, I wasn't as interested in that. Um, this is part of the, call it what it is, risk that I, uh, that I decided to take um, that really excited me about it was that there's opportunity to grow with the brand. Um, I'll get opportunity to put some of my own stamp on it along the way as being, you know, early into, um, you know, partnering with the brand. So that's why I made that decision. You know, but in the end, yes, I, I get to be back to being the master of my own destiny, which was something that I was desperately missing since I sold my last company. Um, and so, well, tell us about your last. Tell us about your last company. I have a couple questions about uh, the Lash Lounge and the experience. But since you mentioned your last company, tell us a little bit about that and um, some of the lessons learned from from you know being in the company and starting the company and growing the company and selling the company. Well, it was it was an opportunity to do a management buyout. I was part of the management team, and the uh, at the time we were it was a technology leasing company. We were owned by a bank. Um, and this was bank when banks were doing uh, large, there was big consolidation going on. And through those different acquisitions and mergers, we got an opportunity to buy our company back. And so we did and owned it for a while. Um, but it was, it, so it was one of the, as we grew the business, um, I was on the, the debt and equity side of the business. I ran that piece for us. And we really had good growth and we, had many opportunities to bring in investors or actually sell the business. And it was probably one of the biggest mistakes I made, to be honest with you, was we ran it for a while and some folks got interested in our business. And I think the dollar signs, uh, actually, I don't think I know, the dollar signs kind of clouded my judgment on it. Um, And, you know, we made the decision that we would sell and what that got me was some real short-term happiness. But, you know, then I suddenly became working for someone again, which was completely the reason that we bought the business was that, you know, it was a business we believed in. It was a business we were passionate about. And um, it was a mistake at the end of the day. I believe it was a mistake, a lesson learned. Uh, And, you know, it took me several years to turn that around and get back out on my own uh, to where I am today. And so through that process, you know, certainly ran different companies and had success growing other companies through mergers and acquisitions, but it was never for myself um, post that, post that sale. You know, you, um, you bring up something, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. And I don't know if a lot of people would admit that, you know, you get enamored by the dollar signs and you're not listening to your instincts that it may not be the right move for you, but the, the money takes over, which is typically, um, you know, a lot of times, uh, people in, in their own business and entrepreneurs, it's not about the money. It's about the, it's about the passion and the excitement and the growth. The money follows. And, um, and so that must have been a, a tough realization when you ultimately got to it. And, um, you know, what's, is it, what's the, you know, if you could go back in time, which you really can't, I don't even know if, I don't even know if this is a fair question and you weren't, and you didn't take the deal, where do you, where do you think you'd be today? You know, I think we would have continued to grow the business. Um, what we should have done is we should have taken on some investment, maybe given up some of the equity of the business to help us grow. Because there was no doubt it was, you know, it was a nice sized business 
that we were growing incrementally, but you know, in the technology or any, in any leasing business, it's a very cash intensive business when you're investing equity into these leases. And so, you know, growth of the business is really, you know, you can draw a very direct correlation between the amount of cash you have in the business and your ability to grow. And I I think we probably would have eventually sold it. I do think we would have, I do think we probably would have owned it another five plus years, sold it for, you know, a multiple considerably higher than what we did. Um, But I think that we should have taken some money and given that a shot versus the sale. Um, Would we still own it today? I don't know. I I really don't. Um, But we should have, we should have taken on some investment and and really given that a run versus just completely getting, giving it up. Right. Maybe in, in hindsight, being a little bit more patient and, and, uh, and, uh, correct. Yeah. Yeah, And, and, and not, uh, not, yeah, no, I think that's, that's, that's well said. And I appreciate you, you know, life is easy in hindsight and so is business, but, uh, it's good just to kind of, you know, discuss what the do over may have been. Uh, let's jump now, uh, let's jump forward to Lash Lounge. You know, you, you go through this process and you're digging in to figure out what's right for you. And, um, you're working with franchise consultants to figure it out and you're down to the final three. How did you determine what was best for you? It was a combination of a few things. Um, you know, I, you had mentioned passion earlier, and I think it's a really important piece. And when I went into the initial phase of investigation, um, the fitness industry was at the top of my list for both myself and my wife, and it is something we're passionate about. Um, but it's it's got to be the right combination, though, of you know, where is this concept or this brand in the marketplace from a timing perspective? Where is the marketplace overall? What is the investment up front? What's the long-term growth perspective? And so um, as, as much as I don't have a background when it comes to, you know, the, the beauty industry, let's call it, um, one of the things that really excited me about it was is, you, is I looked at my checklist of the things that were important, all of those things that I just mentioned the only thing that was really missing was the, can I be passionate about it? And it's a different kind of passion. You know, it's something where I'm excited to work on the business. Uh, it's not something I can work in. You know, I can't, I can't put lashes on, nor do I have any interest in doing that. But it is something that I'm pretty excited to, you know, really, really put a dent in the marketplace and help this brand grow, not just in the Detroit metro area, but, you know, I'll happily help the franchisor bring on other franchisees anywhere in the country. I'll help them from a, how did they, how did I make my decision? What's the process they're going through those types of things. And that piece excites me. You know, this is something that really has growth potential. And so the fact that it wasn't in the fitness industry, you know, I got over that real quick because it did hit the mark on all of the other, um, all the other points that were important to me that uh, when I, when I was working with the franchise consultant, you know, I made it very clear that it, you know, it, it had to be an emerging brand. You know, I didn't want it to be, uh, I didn't want it to be a marketplace that was saturated. You know, I didn't want to have to put, I, it had to be um, growth ready, you know, in, you know, I didn't want to buy one, whatever it was, one unit of it. Um, I wanted to be able to buy multiple. Yeah. And so it, it 
absolutely hit the mark on all of those. You know, it's interesting. I've I've spoken to uh, many people who have wanted to really get out of corporate world and buy a franchise, and 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 they all kind of say the same thing. Maybe not all of them, but but pretty close to all of them say the same thing. I ended up with a franchise that I had no didn't even think in a thousand years I would end up in because it matched and was in alignment with my values and what I was looking for and where my strengths and where my unique abilities were and where I really felt like I could build a market. So I think uh, a, a lesson there is, at least that I hear for specifically people listening who were in your shoes, is to make the jump and just talk to a franchise consultant. Go through the process and see. Don't be so close-minded and think, you know, I want to own a, a McDonald's or nothing or a this or nothing. You know, go through and explore because the key is what, what you're talking about is, you know, leaving the corporate world to be the master of your own destiny and and the master of your world and balance and freedom. And uh, it's out there and it's for the taking, but you know, you got to be open to what may come your way. Any thoughts on that? Well, you're exactly right in the franchise consultants, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a zero risk engagement on my part or anyone who was in my shoes that would potentially want to investigate it because they work on your behalf, but you know, their compensation comes from, the franchise or if and when you decide to move forward. So if you decide once you go through the process that, hey, this franchise thing just doesn't quite fit me, or at least there isn't a concept today that does, maybe there will be six months, 12 months, 18 months from now. But if you go through the process and you work with somebody, and I, I'm happy to share who I worked with, with anyone who wants to reach out to me, um, I'm happy to share, I would, he would do a great job for anyone. Um, you know, having that expertise in, again, it, it is no risk on your part to go forward and, and investigate it and understand what is the marketplace like. Um, and then if you decide not to, but at least you've narrowed down, hey, here are the things that are important to me. You know, one of the top things is, do you want to work in the business or do you want to, do you want to maintain what you're doing today and get started with it? You know, and maybe a year from now you move out of your current job, but in through that time period, you've started a franchise, you know, one or two locations. And then, you know, I jumped in, I'm all in doing this 100%, but a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people go through the process, educate themselves, say, Hey, I found a concept I like. Um, and you know, I, I want to get started with it. And once my unit is up and running, and maybe a second one, maybe at that point, I'll get out of the corporate world. Both work. It wasn't for me. I jumped. I'm all in. But a lot of people don't do it that way. You know, a lot of people test the market. Right. But the consultant is absolutely invaluable. Key. Well, kudos kudos to you. Um, and I guess a, a, a lesson that I'm pulling from it is, to people listening, educate yourself so you don't look back with regret. Dive in, educate yourself, and see what and if anything is a fit. John, in our last minute together, is there any one piece of advice or book or podcast or article or quote that you want to share with everyone that had an impact on uh, your life and your business? Well, you, you know, it's there were there were two books over the years that I've read that stuck out more than others, uh, and for two different reasons. Um, one of them was Blue Ocean Strategy, and that was one that really fit where I was with my businesses and what we were trying to do in terms of, you know, that book focuses on, hey, the world, don't, don't go focus on an industry where you got to compete head to head. 
you know, there will be competition, but figure out how to differentiate yourself um, and go, go swim in the blue ocean, not the red ocean where everybody's competing and it's blood everywhere. You know, I, I think that's a great book. Um, and then one that's, you know, close to our hometown in Detroit was Destination Unstoppable, um, which is a book that's more about getting the most out of your team, you know, recognizing, John, what are you good at versus what am I good at? And let's, let's capitalize on what we're good at, not try and fix the things that we're bad at. Let's go do more with what we're really good at. And if the team recognizes what I recognize what you're good at and you recognize what I'm good at and so forth, then we maximize the performance of the team. And I, I love that book. And uh, who's the author of that book? Do you know? And, um, yeah, actually, I had made myself a note. Let me look it up because I had forgotten it. It's Maureen Mont. It's called, it's called Destination. Um, unstoppable. Um, it's actually about a coach who coached the Cranbrook hockey team oh, wow. and used, used this methodology to, um, they, it was a high performing skilled team that just could not work together. And so she took this corporate concept of how to get management teams to work best together and took it to the sports arena and they won States. And it is, it's a cool story and it happens to be a Detroit story, Wow, which is even, you know, for me personally is, you know, even, even more exciting, but it, that, that's a fun read because it, you know, it's combines business and sports and it's just a fun read. Well, I appreciate uh, you. T- I've, I've never heard of that book, but I'm going to buy it today and I appreciate you sharing it with everybody. Um, John, tell everybody where they can get a hold of you and um, learn a little bit more if they want uh, about Lash Lounge. Sure. Uh, you can get me at my email address, which is jbabcock, J-B-A-B-C-O-C-K, at babcockventures.com. Uh, or feel free to call me. My cell phone is 614-519-7563. And if you want to, they've got questions about the Lash Lounge or franchising in general, I'm happy to spend all the time that anyone wants to chat about it. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Uh, really am. So happy to share it with anyone else. Well, I'm excited for you and uh, I wish you nothing but uh, continued success and congratulations on making a jump and uh, being just, you know, the master of your, of your world. So uh, congratulations. Look forward to watching your business grow. And I appreciate you taking time to share your wisdom and your thoughts and your story on today's show. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. All right. Thanks, John. Thank you for listening to the Think Big Movement podcast. For show notes and links to anything we talked about, please visit johndwaskin.com. For additional best business practices, you may enjoy my latest book, The Think Big Movement. Grow your business big, very big. Lastly, if you want to talk to me about advising and coaching your business, please email me, john at johndwaskin.com. Text or call me at 248-535-7796. Have an amazing day, an amazing week, and as always, think big.